Today's episode is how to choose the right coach for you. Hello and welcome to the Successful, Sensitive and Intuitive Entrepreneur podcast. My name is Lydia Sophia Wilmsen and I am an intuitive success mentor for sensitive entrepreneurs. In this podcast, I speak about the challenges sensitive and intuitive entrepreneurs face. I offer you new perspectives and solutions as well as experiences of other entrepreneurs. Plus, I speak about my personal experience of being a highly sensitive person who has successfully built and scaled two businesses. All of that with the goal to make you and your business even more successful in your very unique and authentic way. Have fun and enjoy. And this episode is a little bit inspired by this like big question, with whom shall I work? Like there are so many people out there. There are more and more coaches every day, which I, by the way, think is amazing because we need so many more of them. However, it obviously makes it more difficult for people to choose. And especially if you already have some fears lingering in your mind or like in the back of your mind of, oh my goodness, what if I choose the wrong one or fear of missing out? Like if I choose this one, then I can choose the other one. You know, like depending on what your situation is, what your mental situation is, it can be even more difficult to seemingly choose the right coach. First and foremost, Whoever you choose is the right person in that moment because you will learn something from that. So whatever you do, you cannot go wrong. This is the first thing I want to say to take a little bit of pressure off from you. And I really mean this. Like I have worked with many people where later on I thought like, mm, I didn't really like this or I didn't like that. However, it created so much more clarity for me. It created clarity for me how I wanted to be with my clients, how I wanted to work as a coach. So some things I didn't like with coaches I worked with really gave me powerful insight of what I wanted to implement in the coaching relationship with my coaches. Other than that, sometimes I paid a huge amount of money. I wasn't really happy with what I got. However, There was one book recommendation in there. There was one thing in there that changed everything for me. Sometimes it's not even the work with the coach, but something you come across in that time with that person that shifts everything for you. And I really want you to have all of that in your mind when you decide for someone and go with that person for a specific amount of time. It might be just several sessions. It might be a longer period of time to know you cannot go wrong. Something led you there and you will take something with you. Whether it is a powerful, powerful coaching container with that coach or if it's not that case, a learning for you, something you can personally grow from and something, for example, a book recommendation, a connection with a different person. Like you won't be led astray. And I will give you some help today how to make the next coaching relationships you step into even more powerful. So th some things to consider. This is what the episode today is about. First and foremost, it really is about the person. It's less about the methodology or whatever they use. It's really about the person. How do you vibe with that person? And this is not only for coaching. This is also for therapy or 
whatever, like where you step into a service-based um, container with a person. How do you vibe with that person? When you have first contact, what are your feelings? Do you feel you're served well? Do you like, what is your gut feeling? What is your intuition? And of course, you always bring your story with you. So have this in the back of your mind as well. If you have a story from your childhood of like, no one takes care of me and I'm always left out and I'm always the last person to be attended. This might also show up in the coaching relationship, but not be due to that coach. And it might just be a pattern that you have showing up for yourself. So have this in the back of your mind and don't, because if you have that, it might be that actually no coach is ever good enough for you. Not because of that coach, but because of the limiting thoughts and patterns you have running in your mind. So check in with yourself. Do that work first. What kind of person are you? What are your limiting thoughts and fears? Get clarity on those first, because then you can look out for those when speaking to people and know, okay, it's actually not the person right now. It is me falling back into this old pattern of nothing is good enough for me and no one takes care of me. Yeah, do that inner work first and then it's still obviously important how do you feel in connection with that person, in communication, in conversation with that person. Because it's not the methodology they use. This is just a tiny part of the real change that is going to happen for you. Because whatever methodology works, whatever technique works, it's really not about that. It is much more about the person who uses that. You will have to feel held. You will have to feel supported in relation to that person, how that person shows up for you in a good way. It can also be that the person creates powerful boundaries, which is super helpful, especially if you have struggled with boundaries your whole life. Then a person who is not there 24-7 and jumps at your every request, but says like, hey, I'll be back with you in the morning. We can discuss a little bit more. That could be a good sign. This is why it's so important to do the inner work first and the create the inner clarity first to then know what to look out for, what is actually beneficial for you, what kind of support is actually beneficial for you. So gut feeling, intuition, how do you feel in connection with that person is super, super important. Then another point is to follow expansion to really follow that first excitement, this idea of, wow, this is possible. And usually after a very short amount of time, for some people it's 30 seconds, for some people it's two days, some kind of fears can and most probably will show up. That it's not the right thing, I can't do this, it's not going to work, I shall wait two more years or two more weeks or two more months. All of that stuff, when you had this initial amazing feeling of excitement, of potentiality, of possibility, of growth, of wow, I can finally be free of XYZ or I can finally step into XYZ. Like when this is quickly followed by fears and limiting thoughts, then my recommendation for you is to follow expansion, to follow those first exciting moments and thoughts and not when your inner critic starts sabotaging yourself, not those second guessing thoughts later on. And it's also important, that was a big learning curve for me, to not follow overwhelm. 
I made decisions when I was in a really bad place. And then I wasn't totally happy with the outcome. So for me, the learning was to always attend to my feelings first, to always attend to my alignment first, and then ask myself the question, do I want to work with that person? And when the excitement is there, then, then it's a total yes for me. However, when I basically was in total overwhelm, in total limiting thoughts, in like a very bad mental state, and then from that place reached out to people in a way of like, you need to save me. I was coming from not a feeling of expansion. I was coming from a feeling of drowning and self-doubt and fear. So really my recommendation is to look for that expansive feeling and not for a feeling of someone is going to save me. And this also depends on how that person reacts to you. It might be that you actually reach out in a feeling of, oh my goodness, you need to save me. I'm drowning. I'm dying. Like, I can't do this anymore. And the other person has powerful boundaries and can show you that behavior and can say, you know, attend to this and that first and then we talk. Or, you know, I see this happening. Might this be true? Like, it might be that a person really powerful coaches you through those moments and then it's still a yes, even though you came from a moment of overwhelm. Then it's super important to see how that person works with you or how that person talks to you. If that person exploits this weakness or those fears you are having, not because that person is bad, no, just because of probably own unconsciousness or something. So then really check in with yourself. What is the awareness level of the coach? Can that coach really show me like what's going on? Or is that person just like looking for a new client and like, hey, I bring you on, like bringing you even more into your fears. Another important point is, has the coach an idea of your issues and the feelings attached to it? The coach does not necessarily have need to have gone through what you're going through or what you have gone through. However, can that person relate to the feelings you're in? For me, that was a key factor, like so important, because I worked with people who had no idea where it came from, who had no idea of those feelings. And they couldn't coach me through it because they were not an expert on that. And I don't mean that people have to have had the same experience like you have had. No, but they must be able to feel into it. They must have had not even a similar experience, but some kind of experiences where they can understand what you're going through. I can give you an example. I grew up in a cult, in a cult-like setting. I come from a place where I grew up with like not being individual, but rather like only focusing on the collective, not having my own personality, but having to like, basically I had to grow my own personality or develop my own personality when I was much older than when people usually do that. I grew up in a way like with no freedom, no mental freedom. Yes, I could go to some places, but I didn't have mental freedom. Like, I was basically in a mental prison, what, what, what I was allowed to, yeah, to do and to think. All those feelings, other people have experienced that as well. And it might be a different, like I worked with people, for example, one of the coaches, um, one of the first high investment coaches I worked with, which was amazing, was a woman who had grown up in a family of diplomats. So she had to travel her whole life. And she had come some kind of issues with her parents, like the parents, there were 
some kind, there was lots of pressure as well. So she could fully relate to this, I don't feel at home anywhere. I had to travel. I had to move to 50 places when I was a, like young. I never had a place where I lived and people with whom I lived. And she had a similar experience, but in a very different setting. She knew all of those feelings. So she could relate to that. And the same happens with my clients. I don't just work with people who have gotten out of a cult or something. Some of them have, but not like perhaps 20% of my clients have a cult experience, perhaps even just 10, 10 to 20%. I do have those clients, but most of my clients, they have an experience of wanting to break free from something. And this might even have been like a household or parents who were really suffocating, like the, the way how they grew up, there was no freedom. And this is where we can relate. I didn't have abusive parents and the kind of some of my clients have. I experienced mental abuse, but also in a different setting, but I know those feelings attached to that. And this is where I can powerfully help my clients because I totally know what they are speaking and feeling about. And a little bit attached to that point is my next point. Has the person you want to work with the depth and knowledge that you require? That was always a big one for me. Has that person done enough personal development? Has that person really this inner stability to hold me in my pain and my weaknesses and help and guide me out of that? And many people can't. Many people haven't done the level of work I have done. Many people haven't experienced what I have. And when I talk to them, they basically freeze when I tell them the stuff I have gone through. And then I know they're not ready to support like someone like me through my processes. And that is okay because there are many other people with very different issues that they are perfect to help them with. But they are not the right fit for me. And all the people who come to me, they actually need that. They come from a place of suffering. They come from a place of like having had endured things that not many people having like have had to endure. Sorry, my grammatical errors here. And yeah, and that might be important for you. It might be that you need this depth as well. Someone who can go to those depths into your darkest shadows, into your deepest fears and still be a loving container for you there and hold you there and help you get out of there. So this was a key factor for me. This might be a factor for you as well. And another point I want to make is to ask yourself the question, has the person achieved what they sell? Either have they achieved it themselves or have they helped enough people to actually do that? So that means, for example, I sell the service to highly stressed individuals, highly stressed entrepreneurs who have lots of mental stress, who have like who live in a hustle world, who are hustling all the time, don't find enough time for themselves anymore and want to grow their business. And I help them to basically change all of that and go to a place of ease, inner peace and relaxation and build their business and grow their business from that place. So I help them to shift gear 180%, so to say. The question is, have I achieved that myself? I definitely have because I have a very relaxed lifestyle. I have a freedom-oriented lifestyle or freedom-based lifestyle even. 
I can do what I want whenever I want. I have lots of free time and I've created my business around that. So I have achieved that. However, I came from a place of total stress and overwhelm. I have been in a place of burnout. So I have come from that. And I also have come from a place of total mental overwhelm, not only when it comes to business, but everywhere in my personal life, what I had to go through and I'm still healing from my early on age, so to say. And I have also overcome large parts of that. So yes, I have achieved what I help other people achieve. And on the other hand side, I have helped many other people achieve that. So I can tick both boxes. You don't have to tick both boxes, but you have to tick one of them. Either you have done it yourself or you are helping people with that. And if your coach can't deliver on that, if your coach has or the coach you want to work with says something, but neither has people to show for that, nor has achieved this him or herself, then this might be not the right person to work with. Then it might be a person who is really good when it comes to marketing, who is really good with selling like an amazing salesperson, but not a good coach for you. Yeah, and what I already mentioned, have they been where you are now? Have they been there before? And I touched on that already. Have they gone through a similar experience? Do they know the feelings you are struggling with? For example, I worked for a long time with a coach who helped me amazingly well with my business growth. And then I came to the place that lots of inner issues resurfaced, a feeling of... I don't enjoy my life. I make money. I can do whatever I want, but I am not happy. And I came from a place of like, I'm not turned on by life at all. I don't even see a reason why I want to keep living. Like it's really not joyful. It's super hard. I was struggling so much on a emotional level and that person couldn't help me there. Like it was clear that we had to part ways because that person, that coach wasn't equipped for that. That person didn't have those experiences, didn't have any idea about the feelings I was going through and of course couldn't support me in that way. So very important, very important key facts for you today. And money is the least of the questions. It's never about what does this coach cost? It really is about the things I already mentioned. Can you feel safe with that person? Do you feel supported with that person? Do you know that the person is going to like help you to massive growth? Can you relax into that? This is the most important because personal transformation, you can't put a price on that. Living a happy and fulfilled life, this is what 99% of people on our planet yearn for and don't achieve and someone who can help you to that there is just no price to pay for that like if you can't pay it right now make it your priority put money back put money on the side and just know I want to work with that person I have worked with people I would have never thought I would have money for that like I had zero in the bank account and I paid a coach in the end 40,000 euros so it wasn't about the money in the bank or, gosh, that's so expensive or something. No, not at all. It was, I want to work with that person. I am going to make it happen. And with that decision and that knowingness and this like unwavering move forward on my side, it became possible in a short amount of time, in a very short amount of time. So really go for 
where you feel the most expansive, where you feel this is your next step. Don't worry about the money. Don't worry about the costs. Don't worry about the return of investment. That's one of the biggest, almost like mistakes people make because your return of investment in all areas of your life will be manifold. It will be amazing. It will be huge. You can't count this in numbers. Like when I came up with this idea of, or with this question of like, yeah, if you're facing burnout, if you're facing losing your family, if you're facing heart attacks and all of that, because yeah, now you're 30 or 35, you're fit, you can work a lot. But once you're 45, 50, like this will end at some point. Your body will won't is not made for this. And at some point, your body, you will have to pay the price. And this price will be much higher than the 10,000 you pay now or the 5,000 or 50,000, whatever the coach is. Like, The price you will have to pay later will be so much bigger than when you invest right now. So forget about the price, know what you want to do, know where you're headed, and then focus on that and that alone, and the money will show up. It always does. My life has been a powerful example of that. My clients are examples of that. The clients of my clients as well are examples of that. Okay, so let me quickly summarize today's episode. What are the facts or what the, are the important factors when it comes to choosing the coach for you, the next coach for you? Obviously, gut feeling, intuition, then that you follow expansion and not fear. So the first expansive thoughts, when they are there, if they are there, follow those and not the fear-based thoughts of like, oh my goodness, it's not going to work. I can't do this. Follow expansion. Like make the decision from a place of your higher self who already has what you want. How would she, how would he decide? What would he or she go for? This is your direction. And then ask yourself the question, has the coach an idea of your issues and the feelings attached to it? Has your coach been where you are now? Not necessarily in the same situation, but when it comes to feelings and thoughts. And has the person the depth and knowledge that you require? Be very, very, like that's an important factor. All of them are. And has the person either achieved him or herself what they sell or helped enough people to achieve that? And as I said, money is not important. What is important that you resonate with that person and that you know this is the next step for you at the bottom of your heart, so to say. This is what you have to follow because money can always show up. I have manifested and made 50K with ease in a very short amount of time after the years before I barely made, I don't know, less than 20,000 a year. And then I made 20K months in a row per month. So it's not about like money can show up in many different ways. And I will actually make a podcast episode of that. So don't fixate on that. Rather know with whom you want to work. If you can't or don't want to do it right now, because it's such a financial stress, have it in the back of your mind, focus on that you want to work with that person and the money will show up. I can basically guarantee you that. Okay. And obviously, if you're interested in talking to me about my services, what I have to offer, I do offer one-to-one. -one. I have a mastermind, a powerful mastermind, which is just half the investment than my one-to-one. -one. I even have like a one-week container to work with me. So there is basically like you can work with me 
in very different ways and in very different investment levels and also intensity levels. So if you want to learn more about what I do, what I can help you with, then just book my Mindset Catalyst call. As per usual, the link is in the show notes. Have an amazing, amazing day and until the next episode. Did you like this podcast episode? Then I would be super, super grateful if you gave me a five-star rating and review on iTunes. Super helpful. And please subscribe to the podcast and share it with people who you know can benefit from it. You can find all links to my social media profiles, my website and contact form in the show notes. And whenever you're ready to take a next step, and that means you want to live a life of more on all levels, then send me a message with where you want to go and what is keeping you where you are, like what keeps you stuck at the moment. And then I'll get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for listening and until the next episode, much love to you, Lydia. Lydia.